0: nothing is impossible. This morning in this place, if you need healing in your body, by faith, you already have it. You don't have to go get it. You have it. By His stripes, you are healed. You were healed. When He died, you were healed. By faith, Lord, give us eyes to see and to hear what the Spirit is saying today. Their ears would be able to hear what the Holy Spirit says. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I believe I receive and I can see what's in front of me, and I believe nothing is impossible. Jesus, you are our only hope, but it says you will do what you promise in your word. So today. For each person that's praying right now, for somebody whose hand they hold, let the anointing of God, the love of God, the peace of God flow through each person in this room. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. I'd also like for you to stretch your hands out to Cheryl, all right over here. David went to be with Jesus this past week, and totally unexpected, but God was unexpected in that situation, and he received him immediately into his arms and so we pray right now we thank you lord that david is rejoicing today in heaven but we thank you that your arms are around cheryl this morning and you are comforting her you are you are speaking words to her to the family that encourages them that causes them to have this hope that nothing is impossible with you that you can take them through this and that they will walk through the valley of the shadow of death They will fear no evil because you are with them. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Well, give God a big praise this morning. Praise Jesus. I was blessed to uh, do the service for uh, David. Thank you, worship team. And uh, it was just a blessing. And how many of you remember Kelson Esteban? He was there, and he shared uh, a lot about course that was his father-in-law and then so boldly so boldly he said everybody here needs Jesus and he began to speak to that whole crowd I wanted to stand up and say yay raw Kelson (laughs) I mean as a young person bold you know just saying it and he said just see me afterwards and I felt like the Lord said no get up there and tell him now and so I got up and said, let's do it now. If you're here, and I go, Kelson, lead him to Jesus. And I mean that young man led him right into the presence of God. Everybody say, thank God for this next generation. Yes, amen, amen. And that such, I'm sure his father-in-law was so proud of him from heaven as he did that. And so he and Hannah, uh, they're now helping with youth. They live up by Monticello over by Idaville. And uh, doing a great work still for the Lord. I was so blessed to see what God is doing in their lives. We're going to make our confession this morning. And I believe God has a word for us again on more than enough. Everybody say more than enough. Say "I I have. More than enough. Okay, here we go. I am here on purpose because I have a purpose. My heart is open. My mind is ready to receive because God is not finished with me yet. My best days are right in front of me because Jesus lives in me. Praise the Lord. You can be seated. Because of Jesus. Everybody say it's all because of Jesus. And God the Father who made a decision that he would give his only son that we might have life and life abundantly. And then gave us the Holy Spirit to help us right here while as long as we're on the earth we have a helper. Everybody say, "I have a helper." <laughs> and uh, today we're going to talk about. This is uh, the second in a series of more than enough. Last week was sufficient grace. If you weren't here, you might want to uh, tune in on the web page and listen to that message. Uh, God really, I believe, ministered to some people through that message. And you know, you don't have to be in this room to receive the message that God has given. Even any time you're watching. Or listening to a message, you can take that word for yourself. And so today, I felt to share on more than enough faith. Everybody say, We have more than enough faith. You know, in my life and through ministry, I've even said it myself Oh, I wish I had more faith for that. I just wish I had more faith to believe for that. And just like salvation has so many things involved in it, healing, it says, He took stripes on his back for our healing. It says he took the chastisement for our peace. You know, we know we're saved. We know heaven is our destination. But do we have full revelation? Not in the beginning. I don't think I had the revelation today I have. I mean, back in the beginning, I just knew that I wasn't going to hell. I thought that was a great thing to rejoice about. I had no idea of my authority to live life on this earth. I had to learn that. And so, the same is true with faith. God has given to every man a measure of faith. And that faith, no matter how small it is, if you'll look in Luke 17, that's where we're going to start this morning, no matter how small that is, it can move mountains. I believe, in my heart, it's the same as a greater revelation of healing. I heard the scripture, I am healed by the stripes of Jesus, but I had to learn how to walk in the healing that God gave me through Jesus Christ. It wasn't instant. You know, I've heard people say, well, you know, I might be able to pray for a headache, but, you know, don't give me anything more than that. Well, it's because we, as we grow in our faith, we increase, but we have faith. When we received Jesus Christ, we used a kind of faith because we had to say, I believe. And I believe is saying, I have faith. I have faith that Jesus died on Calvary for my sins, therefore I am saved and delivered from hell. That's us beginning to practice rele- re- just releasing the faith that's in us. But also, if you go on, it's the same scripture that talks about salvation in Romans 10, 9 and 10, goes on in Romans 10, 17, and says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. And so that's what brings the increase of of the revelation of what we really received at, at Calvary that was done for us. And so as we walk in that, our faith increases. How many of you know today you're believing God for more than you used to believe God for? How many of you have seen God be faithful in this much, and so now you're believing for this much, and it just keeps growing. And so when God says, this is what I'm about to do, I need your faith, everybody say, God needs our faith. I remember pulling out of Happy Hollow Park when the Lord, uh, well, actually, my husband, I don't call him Lord. He'll tell me that when I get home today. <laughs> you don't have to call me Lord. Uh, but, you know, when, I, when, when my husband said, I feel like you need to step into the lead as the pulpit pastor, I feel to step over and help this young man in Sudan. That was in 2005, 6, and 7 when that all happened. And I can remember in 2005 when he first said it, that was going to be my... My big birthday, you know, and I thought, hmm, I might do something different. You know, I might, <laughs> you know, I might, I, you know, I'm gonna, I'll play with my grandkids. Maybe, you know, I'll do these things and that thing. And now he's telling me I've got to be the full time person in the pulpit. Well, I had to go to God about that. And I remember pulling out of Happy Hollow saying, God, I'm too old. We need to get somebody younger to do this. And he said, I'm not looking for your age. I'm really not looking for you and your gifts. I'm looking for your faith. That's what I need to do what I want to do. It's your faith. Well, how do we get to the place where we can live by faith and not by sight, which we're told in Romans chapter one, because we believe in the power of the gospel. How do we increase in our faith? Well, we do it by exercising whatever level of faith we're walking in today. And when we do that, then we increase. If we don't do that, and I believe this is where a lot of the body of Christ is, the Lord, you know, quickens us to something, and we think, well, you know, I don't know if I could do that. Well, God already knows you couldn't. <laughs> Surprise. He knows that. When he said it it's, it, it's the truth. We can't do it. But by faith, we can do it. And so I want to look at that today because I believe we're about to experience some great things that God's gonna do. Uh, I was praying for um, uh, the Ukraine. By the way, we sent a thousand dollars along with Victory World Outreach, to a thousand dollars to a pastor friend of ours that it's actually the man and his wife that I went to Israel with uh, twice on tours and to, with Pastor Sharon to speak. And so we sent it because there's a an orphanage that he has in the Ukraine And so we were able to funnel money, and then Pastor Bill sent out letters to all the people that help him with uh, Victory World Outreach and told them this is an opportunity we have, and we have a connection that we know we can get it to that will get it to the children. You know, sometimes you have to know where you're sending those funds, make sure they're getting to who you want it to. So if any of you ever feel to do anything like that, if you get it to us, we will get it to Jim King, Jim and Pam King, because they're right now in touch with several pastors. They lived there for three years when they started the orphanage, so they have a lot of connections, and they go and they always go two, three, four times a year to check on the children and check on the home. So, in fact, he was there. He came back on Monday before everything broke out over there because he went on purpose. He knew, he felt by the Spirit it's coming, and so he went in And made sure some things were secure ahead of time. So uh, God knows what's going on in all places. If he can defend Israel, he can defend the Ukraine. He's no respecter of persons. But we need to be praying diligently by faith. Everybody, by faith. Because what we hear and what we see will tell you that will never happen. But our God does things all the time that happen, whether somebody in the world believed it or not, God is able to do the impossible. That song we sang today, actually, they just recorded that out in Tulsa. And um, I've just been playing that song over and over for myself (laughs) and uh, just singing it up there in my office over this property by faith, by faith, by faith. Everybody say, by faith. And I want you to really get that in your heart today. So I'm going to lead you through some confessions that God led me through last night in the middle of the night. I guess there was a storm. Uh, you know, I somehow I got, got on WLFI's app, and that guy woke me up at 2.30 this morning. There's a storm coming. I thought, well, whoopee, you know. I, I, I have to preach in the morning, and I don't care about the storm. Well, then he comes back on just a little while later, and he says, the storm is here. You know, it's no longer a watch. It's a warning. And then my dogs, my little puppies, one of them has... A serious, well, just a serious fear of storms, and, but he knows they're coming way ahead of time, and so his little partner, my little girl dog, she's letting me know that he's upset because he doesn't bark. He just spins, and I, and finally, I just got up and went in the kitchen. He's spinning everywhere, and she's barking, and the guy on the phone's going off, and I'm thinking, I, am, I have to sleep. So I grabbed both dogs, threw them in the bed with me. I thought, this is like being a mom again, you know, here we go middle of the night, kids in the bed. And so I put them in there. They won't get off of me. They lay on me. So finally, after an hour, I thought, you guys are healed. You're fine. You're not shaking anymore. Put them in the kitchen and went back to bed. And so, you know, I, I have to preach by faith today. <laughs> I have to get up and think, by faith, I'm going to be just as strong as I need to be. And, uh, and, and I, but, but that's because when you know what God's called you to do, You have to live by faith and not by sight. And you can't take your circumstances and say, oh, I, you know, that really, that changed what I could do. Nothing can change what God's asked us to do if we live by faith and not by sight. So in Luke 17, it says um, God has given us this faith. I'm going to talk about this in two different scriptures. But first in the New King James in 17 of Luke. This is what it says. And the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. So the Lord said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you know, I didn't have any mustard seeds this morning, but they're so tiny. You can say to this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. If you read that in the message Bible, which I think sometimes speaks more to where we live every day. But uh, do you have that one back there, Morgan? Oh, oh! I'm sorry. I need the message. Uh, In the message Bible, they just make it more like everyday language that we're talking here. It says the apoc. Oh, that's the Amplified. Okay. How do you like our uh, sound booth? That was this man right here and this man right here, Jerry Borders and Brad have been building that all week. Give him a hand. The apostles came up and said to the master, give us more faith. But the master said, you don't need more faith. There is, is no more or less in faith. If you have a bare kernel of faith, say the size of a poppy seed, you could say to this sycamore tree, go jump in the lake, and it would do it. How's that? That's That explains it a little bit better, don't you think? In other words, our faith, if you, if you can hear this this morning, Everything I need for healing, I have. I have everything I need to be saved. I have every bit of peace I am ever going to get. Everything that Jesus did has been deposited in me. The word of God will, there's scriptures everywhere that says the love of God has been sown into your heart. It has been poured into your heart. Romans chapter five. So everybody say this, I have the love of God. Now, you may not always act like that, but how many of you know you're doing better than you used to? You know, those people that used to irritate you, you're able to tolerate it a little more and and walk in love in that situation. I see a lot of laughter out there. But, you know, at least we have the knowledge it's in us. Everybody say it's in me. I think we fight a lot of things our mind tells us that are outside circumstances that inside of us we already have the antidote for that. We already have the answer for that situation by faith. Everybody say by faith because circumstances will tell you, Uh, a different story in Matthew chapter 17 this is the story that Matthew gives of this and many of you know this it says um, there was a boy that was brought by his father and he uh, it says Lord have mercy on my son for he's an epileptic and suffers severely for he often falls into the fire and often into the water so I brought him to your disciples but they could not cure him Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. But the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? And he said, Because of your unbelief. That's the opposite of faith, unbelief. For assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing, everybody say nothing, will be impossible for you. But then he says, however, this one, this kind does not come out except by prayer and fasting, which would indicate that Jesus did that. And he did a lot. He did a lot of time in, away from his disciples praying And talking to his father. In fact, he did so much of that. He said, I only do what what my father says I say. What he does, I do. In other words, he was so in tune with what his father would say that in any situation, that's what he did. He didn't think about what he would do. You cannot walk by faith and think about what you can do. I can't walk by faith and think about what I can do. We walk by faith based on what Jesus already did at Calvary. Amen. And so, when uh, you when you look at Romans 12, uh, 1 and 2, and we, we share this scripture a lot. My husband, I mean, his Bible must be worn out on this page. He shared this so many times. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. That's not three different wills. It's just the way that the, it, the will of God is explained. But then it goes on right following that. Why do you have to do that? Because if you're going to walk by faith and not by sight, your body has to be a living sacrifice. In other words, it's not going to be based on what you feel you know, emotionally, We can feel a lot of things, but it doesn't mean that that's really the truth. And to walk by faith, we can't go by our emotions. We can't go by what our mind is telling us. So we have to conform our mind to the truth of the word of God. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. I have no fear because God said he gave me a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind, not a spirit of fear. In other words, we begin to take the word because if you're going to, walk by faith faith comes by hearing and hearing the word that's not just reading it that's speaking it that's saying it out your mouth you know I think we we tend to maybe think about things sometimes but we don't say it out loud when you say and let your ears say here what you believe your body will respond to what you said and it will do it better than if somebody else said it like I can say it up here every Sunday But if you begin to say it at your house, you begin to say it over situations, your faith will begin to rise, and you will, by faith, be able to do what God is asking you to do. Really, in all these scriptures, Luke 17, Matthew 17, it all has to do with living your life for the glory of God. It was in Luke, it was to live your life the way God called you to live it, was to walk by faith and not by sight. And what, the, what Luke was saying, what Matthew was saying is, if you have this itty-bitty little kernel, tiny little piece of faith that's deposited, say, I have the measure of faith. We're going to read it right here in a minute. If I have that measure of faith, then I am able to do whatever God called me to do. But I have to do it by faith and not by sight. This is what he goes on and says. And this in my Bible says, serve God with spiritual gifts. For I say to you, through the grace, remember that was last week, God's immeasurable ability to do through us what we cannot do ourselves, through that grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. See, if you're conformed to the truth of the word, you're already a living sacrifice. You're not thinking about yourself. You're thinking about who God is in you. That's what, that's what the attitude we have to stay in. So, it says not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think but think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. That measure of faith is so you can do what comes after this, which is for as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. You know, people are working in here doing all kinds of things outside, contractors, people in the church. Everybody has different giftings. I came in here yesterday. Chris Campbell is on a lift way up there in the sky. I I opened that door and banged right into her. Uh, She yelled and I yelled and you know I I wasn't expecting that lift to be there but she's up there doing all of that and you know Joey's in here doing all this white. Brad and and Jerry are back there pounding on a soundboard. There's people who are putting in all this stuff up here. Uh, You know there's all kinds of people with giftings. In the body of Christ We have spiritual gifts, everybody say spiritual, and if we're operating all together with those spiritual gifts and everybody's flowing in their gift, then there's going to be a mighty anointing of God. And by faith, there's nothing that's impossible to the body of Christ, nothing that's impossible. That is the truth of the Word of God. So it goes on here and it says, we're all different members with different functions. I mean, we're many members of the same body with different functions. So we being many are one body in Christ. In other words, he brings us all together. And individually members of one another. Having then gifts, but see, when you get to the gifts, you've already had to lay down your life up here. You've already had to become a living sacrifice. You know, some sometimes we take things in Scripture and we begin to... Uh, quote those, but we haven't gotten the whole story. Do you remember Paul Harvey, some of you that are my age? Now for the rest of the story. Well, (laughs) yes, you can have all that, but right here you're going to have to be a living sacrifice. I didn't sign up for that. I just want the gift. I don't want the living sacrifice part. Well, you can't go through here and black out what you don't want. This word is fully, has to be used in, in context. And so he goes on and says, so all these gifts, they're differing according to the grace that is given us. In other words, it's not your gift, it's his gift, and it's his grace that's making that gift work. Are you getting this? And so this is how you walk by faith. When you no longer feel responsible as a person, a human being, to do the supernatural, you can be able to do the supernatural. But as long as you feel responsible, then you will never do the supernatural because the supernatural takes God being responsible. And he's already said, I will be. But these are the things that have to happen for me to be fully effective. And so it says, this is according to the grace that goes with that gift. Then let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Everybody say faith. Well, how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So, we can't be prophesying things if we don't have ourselves full of the Word of God, and we're a living sacrifice, and we're believing that by faith, we can do what we're doing. You know, in Ephesians, in in chapter 2, it says, you are saved by grace through faith. Those two words, grace and faith. These These two things work together to produce the supernatural. And so, prophecy in proportion to your faith, or ministry, let, it, let us use it in our ministering. He who teaches and teaching, who exhorts and exhortation, who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. You know, there's no way for strife to ever enter into the body of Christ if everybody is dead to themselves. I didn't say you were going to, we're having a funeral. I'm saying dead to the flesh and has come into this place of a living sacrifice. As long as we take what we are, we're never going to be able to do the supernatural. Everybody say supernatural. So when the anointing of God begins to move in a service, uh, sur- or no, Mario Marillo was just in Tulsa. He's getting ready to do a big thing. His whole thing is let the gifts of the spirit move. Well, you can't let the gifts of the Spirit move with a congregation that's all about, well, I didn't get to be up there. I wasn't on that team. You, have, you cannot be in that kind of attitude. If your source of being who you are makes you feel good about who you are is in what you do, then you can't flow in the supernatural. Your source for feeling good about yourself and knowing who you are is because God made you and created you for a purpose and a destiny, and then you're in the river. Then you can get in the river because you're not looking at who's over here or who did what. It's all because God showed up in that moment, and by faith, by the faith of those people, there was a miracle. You know, Jesus, Jesus went in that crowd of people, and that woman touched his, the hem of his garment. All he said was, power went out of me. Now, who touched me? And everybody's saying, well, well, how can we, know, the crowd, even the disciples, well, how will we know? If you understand spiritual things, you as a person, anybody that's been in this church that knows the word of God, when you walk into a room, the anointing of God comes with you. And it operates fully as long as you have stepped out of the picture in that situation. But we are human people. And the devil's always saying, well, you know, they don't think you really could do anything because you know they know about you they know about your past you know they know you're struggling over here or struggling that's not true it's what you know it's what you know about you and god positions people by their faith for supernatural explosions of power it's by faith everybody say by faith we need this in our homes we need an explosion of power in our homes i mean I, if i would have had the revelation i have now when I was raising my kids when they were younger. How many of you ever thought that, is that if you're older and you're raising, you look at and you think, oh, that's probably because of me. <laughs> you know, going, oh, that's probably because of me too. <laughs> yeah, that one turned out just like what I did wrong. Uh, you know, we, we can look back, but have no regret. God can fix things by faith. Everybody say by faith. So when when we talk about faith, in um, I love the. I love Mark 11, 23, and 24. When we lived in Tulsa, everybody called it uh, Brother Higgins. <laughs> that was his scripture. They say he wrote it, but he really didn't. You know, I mean, it's in the Word of God. But he said this. I mean, this man preached this. I don't care what he preached. It ended with Mark 11:23 and 24. And uh, my husband would tell you the same thing. He just, that was a revelation that God gave him, and it had to do with faith. And so for that man... It was, there was no other question about anything. When his wife had to have surgery once, I remember him telling us, he came to speak at Victory, and he said, you know, um, it, her name was Olatha, Olitha, or something. I, she was a beautiful lady. What was it? Aretha. Aretha. Okay. And uh, she had to have surgery, and uh, she knew he he would never have surgery. And so she, he, she was talking to him. She goes, well, you know, I really... I feel like I should have a surgery. And he said, you have to do what your faith is, not my faith. If you feel to have a surgery, have a surgery. It's not that you're not spiritual. We grow in our faith, every one of us. So we have to live in the faith that we've been given. So in Mark, or in Mark 11, where he's talking uh, to his disciples, and uh, he's walked by that fig tree. The fig tree didn't have anything on it. And he said, let no fruit uh, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. And when the disciples come back by, it says in the next day, in some translations, it come by and this fig tree is just withered up and dead. And so the disciples are pointing that out to Jesus. Well, you know, that fig tree you cursed, I mean, there's nothing left, it, it's dead. And so Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be removed, be cast into the sea, does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says, those things he says, those things he says, everybody say says, says, will be done. He will have whatever he says. It doesn't say whatever God wants him to have. It says whatever he says. And so to walk by faith, we have to say what God says. It, It cannot be what we say And therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them. That's why I want us to learn that song. I believe, I receive. We sang many choruses like that out in Tulsa in years past. But this is a current word from the Lord, a current song from the Lord through this young woman that wrote it and and Paul Doherty. And this is a critical thing for everybody in the world today. I believe, I receive. You know, when gasoline is $6 an hour, if it gets to there, uh, if if whatever happens, you have got to believe that you receive. You you can't just, yeah, I read the word, yep, I go to victory. I go to that church, Uh uh-huh. But you know, these gas prices are just scaring the heck out of me. I don't know. Don't say you went to victory. (laughs) Say you went to the first church of the something or other, I don't care what. But don't say we say that here, because we don't say that here. We say, I believe I receive. If gas is $6, I have more than enough. By faith my God will supply all my needs according to His riches in glory in Christ Jesus, not my paycheck and not what I can borrow from my parents. Well, I shouldn't say that, but you know, not not somebody else is my source. God is my source. That's, and we're teaching the young people that upstairs. Listen, this life, you have to learn to live by faith and not by sight. It's about what you know and the God you know, and then you live by faith and not by sight. So, in Ephesians 2.10, when it says, we're his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. Everybody say, I was created for good works. Then last week, we said that God shall supply all of my needs for those things that are good works, amen, in abundance. I will have sufficiency in all things that are a good work that he's assigned to me. Everybody say, I have enough to raise kids. You know, there's people that, you know, now are thinking, what are we going to do? You know, we've got all these children to take care of. I mean, what do we do? Well, the same God that took care of when you had two is going to take care of four. Or you wouldn't have four. Some of you say, well, it wasn't my idea. Well, it may have been God's. Anyway, you got four. And God knows it. And he'll provide. Everybody say he'll provide. He knows how to get shoes for children. If he can take care of orphans in a war-torn country, he can take care of kids in the United States of America. Amen? I think the pipeline should be opened in the U.S., but I'm not in charge of opening the pipeline. Therefore, my pipeline is always open. Bless God, I don't have to find a pipeline. I got a pipeline. And that's a believer. Everybody say, that's a believer walking by faith and not by sight. I'm not preaching this for you today. I'm preaching it for me (laughs) because the bills are coming for what you're going to see in here. And uh, we just ordered chairs. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have all of you pay for a chair. <laughs> no, just kidding, just kidding. We have more than enough. I was thinking, let's see, if they come twice a month, it'll be this much for the chair. If they come three times a month, if they come Sundays and Wednesdays, it'll be the full price. You know, I was. I was just thinking. I was laughing at myself, but I thought, that's that accounting brain that God told me to put on the table. You know, aren't you glad? So. You know, but we can always try to figure out a way, but God, how are we going to pay for the chairs? He said, take that from here, put that there. There'll be more than enough when the bill gets there. I thought, okay, praise Jesus. Now, that's by faith, folks. That is by faith. In other words, I have to preach this to myself on a daily basis. I have to say these things. And when the devil rears his head at me and tries to tell me, no, you didn't do that right, I say, go read my journal. Go read my journal and take it up with the Lord. If I didn't do it right, he'll tell me. But I'm not listening to the devil. And none of us need to be listening to what he's saying right now, especially about our children, especially about our jobs. If you don't, if you don't have the job you have now, you're going to get a better one because God takes you from glory to glory. Everybody say, praise the Lord. You know, uh, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen I put that in there, not yet seen, because I believe they're going to be seen. Faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10, 17. Hebrews 11, 1 through 3. Could you put that one up? I want to read that one. Those uh, eleven three, 3, uh, 1 through 3, I'm sorry. I highlighted all those by faith things, but you don't have to put all those up, Morgan. I'll just go through them real quick. Everybody say, by faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen, not seen. For it, by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. Okay, you're all elders. So, if you do this, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. That's faith. And if you look at Hebrews 11, I assigned all of you this week to look at Hebrews 11 I just highlighted in here how the by faith goes. It says, by faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. By faith, Noah, be, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear and prepared an ark that saved his whole household. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place which he would receive as an inheritance. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed and bore a child. These uh, these all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them from afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth, when, even if... We're not the one who sees it, we still have to speak it because what we're speaking may not affect us, but it will affect somebody else. When we pray about the Ukraine, we pray by faith. Thank you, Lord, that you're going to do a supernatural work for those people. You are going to deliver them from danger because you are a good God. You are going to show them, and then you begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. And whatever the Holy Ghost, is, you pray in that prayer language, it's the perfect will of God. Then you pray with your understanding what God's saying to pray. As you do that and you begin to say those things, faith starts rolling. It's, it's just, it escalates. It grows. It gets greater. This morning when I was in the bed with my dogs laying on top of me for an hour, I, started, I thought, Lord, could we, could we stop now because I'm really tired. But stand up, Please. Everybody. This is what I heard when I got all done. You need to teach the people how to live by faith with their mouth. With their mouth. And so this is how it went, and I'm going to lead you, and we're going to just walk by faith for a little bit. Now, you may have never done this before, but if, if you begin to do this in your house and you begin to do what, I, what I'm going to show you by faith, you will feel on the inside of you something start to stir. It's the stirring like the waters when the man got in and got healed. It's the stirring when, when he said to Paul, said to Timothy, stir up the gift that is in you, stir it up, stir it up. And when you stir it up, your faith begins to increase. The more you say it, the more you believe it, the more you believe it, the more you say it, the more you say it, the more you believe it. Amen? So I want you to say this. I am a child of God. I do not have fear. By faith, I walk with power. I walk with the anointing of God. Everywhere I go, I am not fearful in any situation. No matter what I see, I walk by faith and not by sight. I thank you, Lord, that by faith my house is paid for. I thank you, Lord, that by faith my children all walk in the anointing of God. I thank you, Lord, by faith sickness and disease cannot stay in my house. By faith I am healed, my children are healed, my family is healed, my extended family. I have a promise they live for God. They will know Jesus. They will be in heaven. The devil cannot take them. Your word says, but me and my household will be saved. I am walking today in an anointing in the gifts that you've given me by the power of God, and I have submitted myself to you, Jesus. Therefore, I resist the devil, and he flees from me. He does not take up residence in my house. This is your house given to me to live in. I rejoice in my home. I thank you for my home. I thank you for it just the way it is. In Jesus' name, I have more than enough. When I go to the grocery, I will get the best buys. I will get the best prices. Uh, My money will be used for the glory of God, and I will receive by faith every bit of the money that you want to give me, and I will give it the way you tell me in Jesus' name. Today, I will live for you. You are my Lord. You are my Savior, and you will never leave me. I do not fear anything, and when fear comes, I rebuke it. In the name of Jesus, I tell the enemy, you have no place here. No place here. You get out in the name of Jesus. You will not stop the plan of God for me, my family, my friends, those I am standing for. In Jesus' name, God, if there be anything in me that would hinder your power today, show me so that I can repent and you can fill me up so that I can do what I'm called to do. Thank you, Lord. By faith, I will run my race, and I will complete it according to the will and plan of God. I will not fail in my destiny because you are with me, and I rejoice that you are King of kings and Lord of lords. I rejoice today that there is nothing impossible with you. I rejoice today that I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath, that the blessings of God, they overtake me in everything that I do because I will obey whatever you say. In the name of Jesus, thank you, God. You sent your son to deliver me from darkness, from hell, and gave me the power to be productive in this earth. I rejoice. I rejoice. And I believe and I receive in Jesus' name by faith. Amen. Well, that was, it was an hour that I was laying there in my bed, just one thing after another, God. And he said, now that's the way you teach people to live by faith and not by sight. You demonstrate what it is. It doesn't take long. We only did that for like five minutes, six minutes. But what happened in the spirit while you were doing that? We have no idea, except we know God did something. Amen. And by the end, you're rejoicing, praising God, and you're out of your woe is me, self-pity, oh, dear God, thoughts. Amen. Everybody say that's great to live by faith. Well, I about wore myself out, but I'll tell you what, because I get excited. You know, when I sit up in that house and I look down on this property, I get excited. I mean, yesterday I was singing this song, and, and I was singing this song God gave me, and we're going to learn it for Easter. It says, it brings me to my feet when I think about your grace and mercy. It brings me to my feet when I think about how much you love me. But I cannot understand what you saw in me that would cause you to lay down your life on Calvary. But it brings me to my feet. And then it goes on, it says, my rock and my, uh, my rock and my, da-da-da, the glory and lifter of my head, my sure defense in every situation, my expectation is from you. Well, I about tore that piano up up there. I mean, I was pounding, singing, singing it over this place because the more I did it, the more the anointing of God, it's like you're doing something. You you think you're just singing. You think you're just playing the keeper. You think you're just speaking. You're walking through your house. No, you you are blazing a trail for the anointing and power of God to take possession. And when you give him that kind of an adore, he will come through it. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray for everybody here today. I thank you today, Lord, that everybody in this room will know this week that they have more than enough faith. Even if it's this little right now, and they're just a new believer, they can just say, I'm saved by grace through faith. Thank you, Jesus. I'm saved. I'm saved through grace. I mean, by grace, through faith in the name of Jesus. And as they say that, the revelation of that will rise up on the inside of them. If you're here today or you're watching and you've never received Jesus, that anointing comes with having Jesus in your heart. The world cannot be overcome by people, the world cannot be overcome by the will of a human being to do what they think they should do. If you're addicted to things, if you're held captive to anything, You cannot by yourself, no matter how much you say, I am not this, I am not that, without the power of God, you are still subject to being destroyed because the devil is good at what he does. But with Jesus, with Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have an advocate, the Bible says, with the Father and every work of the enemy everything he's trying to do is stopped according to the will and plan of god i pray today for everyone in this room i pray for you watching we're gonna we're gonna say a prayer you say well you know i don't i don't even know well if you believe in your heart the bible says that jesus died for your sins and that he he destroyed the works of the devil he he was resurrected into heaven seated at the right hand of the father he gave his blood so that you could be saved if you if you believe that and you say it you confess i want jesus to be the lord of my life you will be saved you will be delivered from hell you will be delivered from everything that the enemy had planned for you and then you'll grow in the word of god through the power of jesus that's in you and you'll begin to be able to overcome your situations for those of us here that know Jesus we're just going to make a confession of our faith for those of you that have never received Jesus if you just pray with us and you confess with us the truth of the word of God you will be saved and your life will never be the same let's pray together today Father thank you for Jesus thank you that he died for my sins I am special to God I'm valuable to God I'm in the earth for such a time as this I want to live my life for the glory of God forgive my sins I have made mistakes I've hurt people but my heart is to do what you would have me do the right things to have the blessings of God. So I give my watching Begin to call in what you need. Begin to, by faith, thank God for everything you have need of before you see it. And declare it as yours, even though you don't know how. I really believe that's the spirit of the Lord today. We have no lack. And we are going through whatever we go through until Jesus comes with authority and dominion. In Jesus' name, everybody believe that. Amen, amen. Let's make our confession today. Now, thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, I am steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing my labor is not in vain. Amen. We love all you guys. If you can stay, that's great. If you can't, that's okay. But.